The content of this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute financial advice or consider individual circumstances. Please seek your own independent legal, financial, taxation, or other advice before making investment decisions. Welcome back to Decoding Crypto. You're joining me, Jason Pizzino, on another market update. We are back after Mother's Day. I hope you all had a fantastic day with your mum and you did not look at your portfolios or pull out your phones to check the crashing prices of our altcoin portfolios. Uh, Today, we are looking at the crash. Obviously, alts have been down. Bitcoin's been down. It's broken some significant levels. Uh, The market is in extreme fear. I'm extremely excited and I want you to be extremely excited too. And I'll mention the reasons why, what we're looking for next. When the market gets scary like this, generally, especially after a long-term decline, it starts to signal the, uh, the end is near and we can start to get a little bit more excited. But before we could dive too far into it, let's take a look at the overall market caps and the sentiment today. Extreme fear. This is what I've been waiting for for months is at 11. So this is 11 out of 100, which sets us at extreme fear. And I have a little bit of a, a beginner's plan uh, that I talk about, uh, and that is looking at purchasing Bitcoin at prices uh, wherever the sentiment is sitting at 15 or under. Okay, uh, that's not financial advice. It's none of that sort of thing. This is just a bit of an idea of looking at the market sentiment overall and getting a set for some long-term positions because the market can go down further than these levels. It doesn't necessarily mean this is the low, but it means that this is a much better time than buying. Uh, crypto, Bitcoin, whatever, when the market is at extreme greed. And that's the time that most people get into the market and you aren't most people. You're listening to this at this time in the market, you are definitely not most people because most people have left the market. You notice that people aren't talking about crypto as much or if they are, they're saying, oh, it's down, I'm scared. Um, They're selling their crypto. They're telling others how much crypto is down and how smart they think they are for not having got in in the first place. That's the sort of talk that we're seeing in the markets at the moment. So extreme fear, 11, these are the days that I like the most because it sets positions where you can, like the old saying is, buy low, sell high. That's what it's all about. Most people come to the markets, they buy high and try to sell higher. Um, And obviously that doesn't happen because if it was, then everyone would be millionaires. Looking at the total market cap, sitting at about that 1.6 trillion uh, when we talked on Friday, the market had just started to break down from the 1.8. We were looking for the market to hold it $1.8 trillion and now we've dropped down to 1.6. So this is all just setting up a bigger picture low. And again, still looking at this starting to you know play out over the next few months. So this, I think there's still some time. If we don't get the exact low, that is absolutely fine. I don't, there's, there's no need to get the exact low. We just want to make sure that we're not buying in extreme greed. It's really that simple. We don't need to overcomplicate anything here. Why is this all happening? I think it's still off the back of what happened with the Fed last week and just the overall market sentiment uh, from the US, you know, the, the um, fears of recession, the property market just stalling a little bit. I mean, look, come on, the property has been up 20, 30, 40% depending where you are these things don't go up in straight lines and they have to have some sort of a pullback. You know that, you know, if you've been in crypto for some time, you know markets just, they they don't necessarily go up in a straight line. We have a bit of time to have a rest and then we continue on with the journey. So 
Overall, there's a lot of negative sentiment and the market still haven't found a reason to base out yet, but I think that time is coming in the next few months. So 1.6 trillion, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting, especially with Bitcoin now at 34 trillion. It closed the week out just under 34, uh, 34,000, I should say. I think I said trillion, but yeah, Bitcoin 34,000, market cap is 647 billion with ETH just under half of that. Ethereum's at 300 billion and the price of ETH is 2,500. So I think this starts to look even more juicy if Bitcoin can get under 30 grand and if ETH can get under two grand. I don't know the likelihood of that because we are getting pretty low now, but um, you know anything, anything can definitely happen in these markets. The main thing that I stress is to obviously have your plan and then I love to look at the sentiment of the market and then the duration of the moves down. You know, we've been down since... November. So it's been about six months now. And I think we still need to go through a period where people get bored of the markets. So remember, we've, we've looked at things like the, uh, the Wall Street cheat sheet. If you haven't seen it, definitely just Google it and, and look at it. It's, it gives you an idea of the, the feelings and emotions of the market during different stages of the market. So you, you basically run from all of that disbelief and that hope in the market. That's at the bottoms when we start to turn around. People saying, oh, you know, this rally, it'll fail like all the others. And I don't think we're there yet. So basically when the market starts to come up, the feeling is the market's going to fall over like others. And then we start to move up and the prices continue up and the people get hope. They're like, oh, maybe this, this recovery is possible. We can start to go to higher prices. Still, at that point, most people aren't in the market just yet, but all the smart money's basically done a lot of buying. And if you remain with the market long enough, you'll get to experience those times when the market gets quiet. Then we head up, optimism, belief, thrill, euphoria, people are going crazy. That was November. That was um, April, or March, April, May of 2021 as well. So November of 2021. And that's crazy times where people are extremely excited and then the market tanks or drops a bit and then tries to come back and it gets this lower high. So that's a complacency. So people are like, oh, we, we just need to wait. It's going to come back. And then what we've just seen over the last six months is all the rest of it. The anxiety, the denial that we're in a bear market, the panic, the capitulation where the market just tanks. Um, anger, I think, is yet to set in. And I think that might be the point that we're at now if you're looking at your Wall Street cheat sheet or when you get a chance to. So we get into this anger mode where people are really just, they're, they're so pissed at the at the market. It didn't give me the returns that I wanted. Um, who's shorting? I'm seeing that on Twitter now, actually. People complaining at other people's shorting the market, which essentially means that you are you are betting against the market or you, uh, you're betting against the market to fall. You're saying, I think the market is going to fall further. Uh, so that's a possibility too. So people hate that. Uh, and I think once we get into that stage, that's when you know that we're nearing the end and the emotions are flipped. You know, when everyone's in this really bearish state, it's hard, but that's the time where you buy the lows and get back to that extreme euphoria and sell, sell the highs. So we're along that path. I think we're getting later into that stage. That's what's making me really excited if you can't hear it from my voice already. Um, some things to be careful of in terms of the excitement sometimes. Um, okay, we're looking at the downside. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that around. There's a lot of downside. People are fearful. If the markets start to slow down and they don't fall as much, you know, that might be a little sign that we're nearing the end. But we also have that on-chain data which keeps coming back. So there's a lot of talk of there's a supply shock on Bitcoin. So on-chain data is just basically what is happening on the chains of these cryptocurrencies. Are more people coming into the space? 
uh, more of the cryptocurrencies being taken off crypto exchanges, which means the um, supply is getting less to trade with. And are there more new wallets being produced? Are there more transactions happening on these chains, uh, the, you know, these blockchains, which shows that there, there's an increased activity? But all of this stuff, to me at least, is essentially hopium because the price keeps going down. Over the long term, all of this data makes sense. You know, more people are coming to the space, but you have to respect the price chart. So this is the the difficulty, especially from a, from an outsider's point of view saying, well, these fundamental things make sense that the price should be going up, but it's not going up. So always always keep that in mind and not get too carried away with some of the news narratives that are out there. That's what I've learned over my experience of five years in crypto and over 15 years in, in the markets, you know, in the property market, the stock market, these crypto markets, it's always the same uh, the same thing with humans. They, they go through the same thoughts, emotions, and it continues to play out in the price. Over recent weeks, we've talked a lot about digital hacks, but in the news today, we have some physical muggings when it comes to crypto holdings. This one comes from from London, so hopefully this isn't happening in Australia. But it's a good lesson because especially at the tops of bull markets, new people love to tell everyone else how much crypto they hold. You know, I hold millions or trillions of SHIB or I have millions of Doge or I have a few ETH or, you know, whatever. They, they People love to brag how much they have. But things can happen and if people know how much you have, then they can come after you and get forced to take that from you. So we saw a little bit of this in London recently. Crypto muggings are on the rise over there. Um, London thieves are targeting digital investors by taking their phones. It happened in all sorts of ways. Uh, some of them were doing drug deals and they took their phones and took the crypto off their phones and then gave them back the phone. Some of them were just held up at knife point. I mean, look, this is London. This isn't possibly where you're from in, in Australia. But um, I think if it's if you're out there enough bragging about what you've got or people can find out uh, through posts or something like that, uh, you know, there's there's a way that people will look to, to try and come after you for this sort of cash, you know, maybe it's in crypto um, and you just need to protect that sort of thing. So really the lesson here is don't brag about how much you've got. I know this is probably no one's doing that at this time, especially with portfolios down by 50, 70, 80%. But it's a good lesson, especially when those good times come back for crypto. And I suspect they will. Uh, and these sort of things will happen again. So um, just just play it safe, at least in the bear markets. Now is the time to position yourself, um, have your plans out, know what wallets you use for trading, what wallets you use for holding long-term portfolios. And if you want to learn more about that, just go back to some of our other previous podcasts where we look specifically at wallets and uh, how they are used. So that's a good one to look at, especially in a bear market when you can start to educate uh, educate yourself a little more because we have time. Whereas in a bull market, it gets a little bit heated and you don't really feel like you have much time to educate yourself and know how to trade and know which cryptos are going to boom next and um, look after your safety. You know, there's a lot going on. So now I think is the time. And of course, we'll be back again on Wednesday with more cryptocurrency market updates and more lessons within the market for, for crypto and for investing. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you at the next one. Peace out.